0: Hi, everyone. Before we start the show, I just want to let you know that if you enjoy the Dare Daniel podcast, if you like the work we're doing here, you can help us grow the show by making a donation through the Dare Daniel website. Your generous contributions will help offset the cost of producing the show and will also enable long-term projects like producing additional content, creating merchandise, things like that. You can make a one-time payment or set up a monthly subscription. Any amount helps, and it's really greatly appreciated. Thanks a lot, and here's the show. (laughs)
1: there's a vicious rumor and you're listening to the dare daniel podcast where you send us your most sinister movie dares and we suffer the consequences for your amusement i'm corky mcdonald local comedian and i got a muscle power sweatshirt on with me as always is baniel darn's birthday boy film critic for the sacramento news and review and a member of the san francisco film critic circle Hi,
0: everyone. I, you're doing well, I hope. As Quirky said on the show, we do your dirty work by watching the most unwatchable movies you can imagine, and then we review and rate them on a unique system. We give your run-of-the-mill everyday average bad film. That's a dare. Double dare is for the truly atrocious movies, and we reserve the reverse dare for a despised movie that is actually pretty good.
1: Today on the podcast, we'll be reviewing George Pavlo's 1986 horror fantasy Rawhead Rex. But before we get started, Baniel also writes a craft beer column for the Sacramento Bee, so he's going to tell us about the beer he brought for us this morning.
0: Thank you, Morky. Um, I brought yet another revision Hazy IPA. They crank these out. I feel like just for me. Keep them coming. This one is called Mystic Topaz. It is a 7%. Uh hazy IPA. Again, it just has all those delicious tropical fruit flavors. I'm getting pineapple in there. I'm just getting so juicy and so delicious. Just another another home run from Revision Brewing out of Sparks, Nevada.
1: Hell yes. I'm I'm a fucking hazy IPA addict mm-hmm. now. This week's Dare of Rawhead Rex came to us from friend of the show, Matthew Doherty. Why dare us to watch Rawhead Rex? Just terrible b horror movie, he says. Bad effects. Terrible plot. Monster mask is incredibly fake.
0: What? Matthew.
1: (laughs) He ain't lying. IMD says, Ireland will never be the same after Rawhead Rex, a particularly nasty demon, is released from the underground prison by an unwitting farmer. The film follows Rex's cross-country rampage while a man struggles to stop it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that struggles is the operative (laughs) word there. So, Rawhead Rex, uh, 1986, it was based on a short story by Clive Barker, who also wrote the screenplay and who had collaborated uh, just the year before with the same director, George Pavlo, on the film Underworld. Uh, not the vampires versus lichens and leather underworld, um, although the, he does wear leather, but uh, a film just as shitty as that <laughs> is, uh, I'm sure. Uh, Rawhead Rex came out one year before Hellraiser was released, which started a slew of sequels, further Barker adaptations, um, but this one was really been largely forgotten. Uh, it was produced in the UK, only received a very limited theatrical release in America in 1987, so I don't have any box office stats for it. 33 on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: By who? By who?
0: I know, right? It's like half a dozen. It was actually like two of six. Okay. There's like no reviews for this thing. This is one of only a few credits for director George Pavlo. So let me ask you, did you have a Pavlovian response to this movie? (laughs) Were you just literally drooling for more? Or is this truly a film for the dogs?
1: If you ask, did I have a Pavlovian response, meaning did I come when the bell rang? (laughs) Yes, I came several times during this movie. Nice. Uh, This movie is
0: actually fucking funny. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. I was telling you, it, it uh, more laughs than Clifford, Ready to Rumble, and Heartbeeps combined, and those movies are comedies.
1: Yes, we've watched all three of those, didn't laugh at all. <laughs> I
0: was just sitting there stone faced in my living room. This movie
1: you will laugh at.
0: Uh, yes, it is. I will say, I watched this with my wife, and we had a blast.
1: Okay, so on a mini-sode recently, you brought up, or a mini-sode several months ago, you brought up <laughs> Mystery Saints Theater 3000. Right. And how it was a progenitor to what we do. Sure, sure, sure. This is a perfect movie for oh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, my
0: 3000. God, yes. Absolutely.
1: I just kind of got me remarking, and I just want to say thank you to Mystery Science Theater 3000. This isn't really even about Robert no. Rex anymore. Wow. I love movies. You love movies. Sure. We always knew we loved movies. But it took a show like that for me to learn, oh, I also like bad movies with friends. Sure. That's almost just as fun as finding yeah. a good movie.
0: Absolutely. Now, that should not say, (laughs) as you said, this is not a good movie. No! Not a good movie. Fuck no! We had fun watching it, but holy moly, is this movie bad. The Monster Mask, I mean, it's everything that Matthew Doherty claimed it was. It is (laughs) utterly atrocious, and any time you see the monster's face, it is just (laughs) utterly hilarious. And you barely ever see it, because they're trying to hide it. They're They're doing POVs, they're doing long shots, but oh my god, does that look bad. So, let's get right into Rawhead Rex. And as my wife, who is a graphic designer, pointed out, papyrus font on the title. <laughs> yes, that's right. Always a bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> no one is like papyrus uh, uses that and is like, I'm I'm an inspired
1: artist. So, Rawhead Rex, written by Clive Barker, directed by George Pavlo. As Daniel said, I'm telling you this because the main actor, David Dukes, is named Howard Hellenbeck. The only reason I know that is because I looked it up on IMDb. <laughs> no they do not refer to
0: named. By
1: name. They never
0: name him. Do they name anyone in this whole movie? They finally name Rawhead at the end. I think that's the that's title.
1: It. It's re- it's really this inept of movie making.
0: Yeah, this movie is barely written.
1: So we open on a man driving a car through Ireland.
0: Yeah. Over the credits, which has the most overbearing soundtrack. It is absolutely insane. I know I say this all the time, so I'll just say it once, but the soundtrack is insane. It's
1: a jaunty drive through the Irish countryside, but the music is playing like Indiana Jones is trying to escape.
0: (laughs) The fucking Temple of Doom and shit, right? (laughs) So yeah, it's overbearing and like it's thirty seconds, in and we're still watching the credits. Uh, but yeah, the van—this is a van driving through the Irish countryside. He passes a bunch of farmers who are digging up a very phallic, ten-foot-tall yeah. stone statue that is just sticking straight out of the ground.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a tribute to Peter North. Is it uh, sticking out of that ground?
0: <laughs> the town, this Irish village, is named Rathmore. We find out uh, the van stops at a church, which, as we see, has this. Stained glass inside that ha- that depicts this red demon. It's very unusual for it's a church. It's a normal
1: s- small church, <laughs> old village church, and then there's oh. just this one stained glass effect where, that has a monster in it with with red glowing eyes that like <laughs> come out into the church. It's like what, what like no fuck? Sunday, anybody, any parishioners are like, well. What's with the glass? Yeah, what's with that? Who, did, who designed the glass? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so and keep- in the church, they are singing hallelujah. And man, are they singing hallelujah. They are like shout singing hallelujah. It's like hallelujah, hallelujah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not the Leonard Cohen hallelujah, although I would have liked to <laughs> heard them say when I moved in you. The Holy Ghost is moving too, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. It's interspersed with cuts of those guys trying to get the stone out. Eventually, they give up on trying to get the stone out. Yeah,
0: and uh, meanwhile, our hero, Howard Hellenbach, is Howard played by David Dukes, yeah. who is really a TV actor. And it shows. Oh, big time. Holy crap. In a, in a movie filled with awful performances, I think he gives the worst.
1: So of the three people trying to dig up the thing, two of them quit. And it's so shitty because the fat guy is the one who's like, I, I need to eat me dinner. <laughs> but this is how inept this movie is. Okay, so they the shot of the two guys who are giving up. The fat guy walks off screen. It cuts back to the the farmer who's upset that they're leaving. It cuts back to the shot. He walks back on screen, like lower down the hill. Are you coming?
0: (laughs) And it's not the only continuity error in this movie because – after they leave, so we go back to the church, they're still singing hallelujah, yeah. right? This is now intercut with the farmer, and it's intercut with David Dukes, who is doing some research for this book that he's writing about like old pagan... Pagan sites.
1: Yeah, he's on a tour of Ireland taking pictures of, he calls them sacred <laughs> consistency sites. <laughs> he, is like,
0: he is clearly the worst photographer ever. The first time we see him taking pictures, he is standing in the most unnatural way with his legs like three feet apart. And he, he's just like, snap, 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 snap. He's just jerking his hands around <laughs> taking pictures of whatever. He's in the
1: center of an old cemetery taking picture of his kid playing around the tombstones. <laughs> Real faithful uh, documentation of the place.
0: So as this is happening, we keep cutting back to the church. They're saying, hallelujah, cut back, hallelujah, cut to something else, come back. They've stopped singing hallelujah. And the weird priest in the uh, yeah. church, it gives this woman a really weird look that nothing ever comes of that. No. Cut back to the farmer again. Cut back to the church. Hallelujah. They've started singing again. <laughs> like, And this movie is so bad at establishing time and place. It feels like they could have
1: been singing that for hours. <laughs> hours. So it's trying to give you like an exorcist opening. Apparently this Peter North statue, it's got something wrong with it. And we know that because there's a Land of the Lost special effect <laughs> yeah. of storm clouds over the horizon. <laughs> no, yeah. It's just, it's so badly done that the the footage of clouds sped up, disappears behind, I, I, I can't call it CGI, yeah. but it's like a matte shot of the the countryside. Right,
0: exactly. Finally, the statue like glows red with the weird priest who was singing hallelujah. He stopped singing it again, and he burns his hand on the altar and the monster jumps out of the ground, and yes. he just leaps out, like, King Kong-style, like, bam Yeah. And you don't really see his face at first, right? Like, you kind of just see a, a giant monster body. It's hard to tell what's going on
1: there. But this is our eponymous, Rawhead Rex. Yeah. Now we see Pastor Coot, who is, uh, again, I only know it because I looked up IMDb. <laughs> what he makes a joke about,
0: is he an old man? Because... <laughs> Howard Hellebach loves the dad jokes in this movie. He is constantly <laughs> quipping out the dad jokes and it's like this is all happening while well, there's like some sort of 10-foot monster like storming the countryside. <laughs> They're just chilling.
1: He's an affable, genial uh, sort of priest. I I I don't know religious terms, priest, pastor,
0: He's the reverend. Okay, he's a reverend. The crazy-eyed guy is the priest, Okay, I think.
1: We cut to the family staying at the Tall Man Pub. The wife is upset. They've been in Ireland for two months.
0: Yeah, he's got a wife and two small kids along with him. The family's squabbling in the hotel room, and the the wife is starting to lose her patience.
1: There's this really very realistically done scene of her getting ready for bed in full makeup... (laughs) with a negligee on, and her children are fighting in the very next room. Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) This Uh,
1: couple has chemistry. Oh,
0: man. Now we go to another couple. This is where I'm like, how much time has passed? Because it seemed like it was getting dark. Everyone was talking about dinner. Now it's just totally light out again. Yeah, right. But we come along, an, an Irish couple, the husband is coming home to his pregnant wife, she notices that the door of the barn is open. He says, what? I just closed it. And she's like, oh, it's open right there. So he goes out to close it. George Pavlo, I don't know if this was Pavlo or Barker, who did this, but decided to build tension by having the wife cut meat. <laughs> just like... Cut big chunks of meat. She just is like hacking away at like raw meat while it's like cutting back to the husband who is starting.
1: Who's there? Who's there? He's trying to build suspense by having the husband inspect the barn while she cuts this raw meat. <laughs> and then she takes all this raw meat and just puts it on top of vegetables. <laughs> he just lays like, What the fuck? What like, are that's, you eating? That's Irish dinner. Irish <laughs> your raw meat. There you go. I put it on some carrots. <laughs> You wanted those raw, too, right? (laughs) (laughs) You want chicken nose salad for dinner? (laughs) And apologies for our accents taking a tour of all the British Isles. (laughs) Rawhead Rex is in the barn and attacks Dennis, who is the husband, and kills him, murders him dead. Then.
0: Goes after the wife. She kind of tries to barricade herself in the house, but we get all these really awful point of view shots. Oh, it's so
1: fucking funny. Which is
0: such an 80s. There's so many, I mean, this movie in a way feels fun because they don't make them like this anymore, yeah. but it is, every cliche of a 1980s horror movie is in this movie, including the lurching point of view shot.
1: Including the pregnant wife having to escape the monster who exactly. shuts, she's she's backing down a hallway, and boy does she milk this backing down the hallway, <laughs> gets through the door at the end of the hallway, and then smacks her fake prosthesis baby bump as she's shutting the door, <laughs> and they didn't want to go like, cut, you know what, let's get this again, <laughs> And uh, then hold on. The cuts back to Rawhead Rex taking out the kitchen. It literally is like this. There's it's just shot of a shelf. And again, they don't want to show the full monster because they don't want yeah. to show how bad the mask is. There's a shelf with all the food stuffs on it. He takes out the first third. Then he takes his arm on and swipes out the second third. <laughs> then he takes his arm on and swipes out the third. This monster hates shelving. <laughs> He's like, <"That's> so- <laughs> hates fuck your dried goods. <laughs> he had to take three fuck swipes this at the pantry. <laughs>
0: So this is also where we kind of get our first decent look at the monster. Yeah. So do you want to try to describe
1: this this horrible thing? It's really it's a Halloween It's a man mask? in a costume. Yes, it's a Halloween mask that has glowing eyes, and that's it.
0: He's ten feet tall. He kind of looks like um like think of like a plant like the old Planet of the Apes masks, but as like a pinhead sort of. Now his mouth, which barely moves, has all of the teeth sticking, these very rubbery looking teeth that are all like jutting out. Yeah. His eyes are just LED lights glowing red. They're just these little digital lights. (laughs) And the face doesn't move at all. And it it looks really uncomfortable inside that costume. We should also say, even though, spoiler alert, Rawhead Rex is a demon. They make this very clear. He is a demon. He is wearing boots, <laughs> leather pants, and a jacket with shoulder pads. <laughs> like what fucking demon is putting this shit
1: on? They it's uh, they obviously bought this mask at like a, a Warner Brothers estate sale or something. And it's <laughs> one of the transition masks from uh, American Werewolf in London when he's changing. It's like one of the masks of the in between. Yeah, and exactly. Like, Good, just, just one. Just take mask. that one. Yeah. Just take that
0: one. We'll go with it. We'll put it some actually, lights in there. It made me think of. Um, I don't know if you've seen The Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, the one with Andrew Garfield. No. Uh, But Jamie Foxx is the villain in the movie. He is, what is his name? You're a nerd. Electro or Magneto or electro so he's like a beam a beam of pure energy or something like that and when they show him later on in the film after he's turned into electro yeah he's wearing these like boxer briefs (laughs) it's like where do you find boxer briefs that are made of pure energy like where do you shop for that like you can't just put on bvds and like think that'll work fruit of the loom nope that burned because i'm pure energy now (laughs) what the fuck So it's so inexplicable (laughs) that he's wearing clothes. Anyway, moving on. We now go to this trailer park in the woods. So Ryan Rex
1: corners the the pregnant woman, goes to attack her, puts his hand over her belly, and then apparently pulls his hand away. It's not explained, but maybe he didn't kill her because she was pregnant.
0: Right. Yeah, that's what it seems like.
1: As if this is going to be relevant. It's not at all. No, it's
0: not. Now, again, how much time has passed? Howard and his wife are just walking in the street now. Like, where do the kids go? They're just walking in the street. They pass the lo- the woman from Don't Look Now, who's just wearing a very small woman wearing, like, a raincoat. Okay. And she's just a small, weird woman. And she, they pass her by, and then she First looks they, back at them.
1: They have a very public display of tongue kissing. Oh, absolutely. They really go for no, it. No, they go un- to
0: town on each other. And
1: then this woman who doesn't walk around them has to make a point of, and then makes them separate as she walks through. <laughs> and the wife
0: says this amazing line <laughs> where she says, she reminds me of something. Yeah.
1: Somebody. <laughs> End of scene. Cut to Rawhead Rex dragging Dennis through the woods. And then cut to the cops investigating the farmhouse. Yeah,
0: they find the pregnant woman. She's alive. When they find her, the cops come in and she kind of roars at them. Yeah. And then kind of breaks down and wails and starts crying.
1: None of this is explored, explained, Total anything.
0: Total nonsense. Total nonsense. So now the monster has moved on to this trailer park in the woods, that has like six trailers. Yeah, it's just like in this clearing in the woods, but it's like a trailer park.
1: It's like a little traveler site. There's an Irish kid wearing a shirt that says muscle power. (laughs) He's playing with army men and a really shitty 80s robot. Oh,
0: yeah. And meanwhile, his brother is trying to make time with this girl. And so we get yet another 80s horror cliche. They leave the trailer to go have some sexual relations in the uh, woods. And sure enough, they're going to die soon, right?
1: Yeah. They're Andy and Kostrina are the couple who are going to go out to make out in the woods. And she says, we need to talk. We need to have a serious talk. So, okay, I'm like, all right, well, she's pregnant. And she's going to tell him, and this is going to spare her. Never comes up. Mm -hmm. Nothing of that ever happens.
0: Yeah, he's just trying to make time with her. She's trying to talk. Um, The kid chases them. The little brother chases them into the woods. Yeah. uh, Because they broke his toy.
1: Or Rawhead Rex broke his toy. He thinks it was them. So the kid is now in the woods, and he sees Rawhead Rex eating Dennis, who is hung upside down in a tree. Yeah, he's like
0: feeding on him.
1: Right. And again, they're still trying their best not to show this mask. Uh, (laughs) But when you see the see him eating Dennis, the mask is like folding as it rubs on Dennis's body. And apparently he eats Dennis's head, right? Yeah. So for the rest of the movie, anytime they show Dennis, they just have his shirt and jacket pulled down over where his head is because they could not <laughs> afford a dummy with no head.
0: Oh, man. Uh, the monster attacks the couple in the woods. They run. The girlfriend runs into the clearing And she's like, there's a monster there. And she looks down, and she's holding his dismembered hand.
1: Yeah. And then there's the funny scene where the kid, the muscle power kid, makes it back to the caravan. He's just shaking. He's catatonic, right? The next shot is like seven people running up all at the same time going, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Who told them? (laughs) They just run up all together with the same question.
0: Uh, This sequence goes on forever this first sequence in the woods it is it is endless because i didn't i mean we've spent like five minutes in the trailer with with the kid and with the brother like oh oh." so suddenly the dad has decided he's gonna go walking in the
1: woods yeah i'm gonna go for a little moonlight stroll with the same place yeah
0: there's a killer on the loose. <laughs> Good time for a stroll. Well, he heard something. Yeah, right? He heard, he's like, well, I'm going to go walk and see what's going on out there.
1: This movie is the kind of movie where they show a man looking out a window and they overplay sounds of sirens and be like, that's supposed to build up the tension. It's yeah. Like, There's something going on.
0: And the the feeling of like space, again, is just so bad because like he's in the hotel room, then he's just in the middle of the woods, and then boom, he's back in the hotel room. Yeah. Uh, he uh, Before going back, he sees on the hill, he sees Rawhead Rex- kind of far off he's like 10 feet tall and he's bra roaring just posing against the dark i guess uh and it's kind of at first is sort of like hmm i don't know what that is <laughs> and then the next morning is like i guess i should tell the police about this <laughs> seeing as how there are several murders i now. saw
1: a monster holding a dismembered head but i finished my cigarette <laughs> and then went back, back,
0: back home went to sleep and was like i could deal with this tomorrow <laughs> this is not urgent
1: at this point, in my notes, I'm just calling this guy American because they did not name him. <laughs> no, exactly.
0: So he goes to the police with his story about a 10-foot-tall demon, and they don't buy it. Nope.
1: Poor uh. movie cliche, the detectives who mock you.
0: Um. So then he goes back to the church to take some more pictures. This time he's bringing a Polaroid. I'm like, what book is this? <laughs> like, what book are you writing? you going to put Polaroids <laughs> in there, you son of a bitch? He had a real camera um, but the priest, weirdo Pri- priest. Priest crazy eyes. Smashes the camera and tells him to fuck off. Get
1: the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> so the family decides, all right, that's enough. We're heading out. We're going to Dublin. Time to move this show on the road. And the okay. wife is very excited about that. So yeah, they pass a figure in the woods. The wife sees something. She says she wants to go back. And it is the weirdest scarecrow ever. Yeah. It is just a scarecrow. It's just a... An object covered with, like, patches of leather or something. It's like
1: somebody saw the swamp thing was like, that would make a good scarecrow. Great scarecrow. (laughs) So the kid who was wearing the muscle power t-shirt has drawn this really (laughs) shitty picture of Riot Rex. And causes one of the detectives to go, maybe the yank was right.
0: Yeah. Maybe he's got something. (laughs) So the Helen box are still driving along. The little girl. So there's a little a little girl, I would say four or five years old, and then there's a boy maybe ten years old. No older
1: than five, this little girl. Yeah.
0: So she has to go to the bathroom, right? They're like, Okay, well, I mean, we're in the middle of we're not gonna go back to the town. We're we're way away from the town by now. Yeah. Um, there's nowhere else to go for all. So go out into the woods and go go do your business there. Yeah. So that's fine,
1: right? Done the, a million times a day, all over the world, right? But here's here's how it happens in yes. the Ellenbach family. Yes,
0: the four year old girl is like, I'm in a foreign country with a murderer
1: on the loose. My father has seen My this monster. My dad has seen a
0: demon. <laughs> a demon? Like you really think he's like geographically constrained by like being a few miles away? Like it's a fucking demon. The mom is like. Nah, let her go. Let her go out. And it's like, oh, should we go with her? It's like, nah, let her go. She's
1: fine. She's she's
0: fine. She's got to grow up sometime. (laughs) She's
1: fine. Like She's technically a baby. Now, this is a woman saying another, a four-year-old is fine to go out. You have to help little girls pull their pants down and not... And not pee on their pants when they see in a out. normal <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> They're sending her out into the fucking Irish woods. Forget that you saw a demon holding a severed head last night. They're like, wild and bad out parenting here. without a demon. With a demon, are you kidding me? She could fall in a hole, and, and you don't want her to pee all over herself.
0: And do they go? Okay, here's a shrub or a tree right by this by the road. No, nope. go, go right here, go and then we'll be the able car. to see. No, go enter a gate. <laughs> enter private property trespass trespass go about yeah 40 50 yards then hide 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 in a place (laughs) where we can't see any of you like we can't see you at all and they're like we're okay with that but they hear a scream ah a scream so they run to her oh my god they run to where the little boy stays in the car yes
1: because he loves comic books
0: they run to her and it's a dead rabbit
1: The funny thing is, like, she was
0: back there for, like, 30 seconds. The dead rabbit was right there. Right there. You would have, as soon as you turned the corner, like, tripped over a dead (laughs) rabbit. But I think she went to the bathroom
1: and then screamed about the rabbit. Oh man. One of the tropes I'm noticing in all these movies we're watching started like with Revolution is people running. The mom runs like a daddy long legs. Like her arms flail <laughs> in a cyclone and her legs go side to side before they go forward.
0: So the parents both run to the little girl. They yeah. find out she's okay. But of course, they, they are like a quarter of a mile from the car <laughs> because they sent her so far up into the woods. And wouldn't you know it? While they're both over there just doting on this little four-year-old who they didn't give a shit about 10 seconds ago, right. here comes Rawhead Rex up to the car.
1: First, he just walks by the car. <laughs> he just walks by. <laughs> it was like, hey, you go, are you going to Cleveland? <laughs> I can use a ride. Uh,
0: and then he breaks into the car. Yeah.
1: And then, again, this was a monster who was destroying rooms, getting into anywhere he wanted. Now he opens the car door. He moves just the, opens. He moves the seat. <laughs> moves it's the like, seat. Wait, is this
0: a lever or a, bu- uh, a lever? Okay. And then I pull it and then pull the,
1: all right, okay, great. This is a demon who's been underground since Neolithic times before this, but now he's like, hey, these are roomy. <laughs> is this the is this the 84? <laughs> and he's swiping in the back. Robbie's curled up on the back seat. And at
0: first, they don't do anything because the, car is blocking him and the wall it's behind a wall too yeah worst parents ever the dad
1: keeps looking and then eventually he gets a hold of robbie and then the dad sees rawhead rex by the car and runs the uh two miles back he runs the marathon back to where the car is what's
0: great is that so he runs back to the wall where there's a, a gate yeah so he's he's seeing Robbie being dragged off by Rawhead Rex. He runs to the gate, which is not locked. Oh yeah! And pretends to get caught in it. He gets like get. He's like, oh, Robbie! And then Rawhead leaves. And he's like, oh, this gate opens.
1: This is master thespian level <laughs> is acting. So Thank you. <laughs> Robbie's shoe is left by the car, and I guess.
0: It's implied he's dead. We never eat see it, it, but he's just he's taken off and he's eaten.
1: I will say uh, this surprised me. Yeah, I texted you. They ate Robbie. They ate Robbie, and then I laughed for like five minutes straight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we now go back to the police station where the press has gotten hold of it and they are questioning them. They say animal, vegetable, or mineral. Yes. Um, the father, Howard. Now remember, he this just, is where he turns
1: on the he performance. He just
0: watched his son get dragged off by a literal demon. He is mildly perturbed. <laughs> I would call him annoyed in this scene. And not the, holy fuck, my kid just got dragged I off just, by a demon and the cops are doing nothing. It was more like, how dare you speak to me like that? Yeah. I will not be <laughs> spoken to in that manner. He just watched his son get
1: eaten by a demon. And he is just like annoyed at the he police. He just wants to trade barbs. If you look behind the detectives on the wall behind them, they have a detective murder map with five thumbtacks in one location, a circle around it, then red murder yarn going to four different locations. (laughs) If it's the worst dragnet style.
0: These cops are not good. No. They are not talented. I
1: feel like this is something one of the kids made in in school. For My my dad did a detective, and they hung it up.
0: So, Howard getting no help from the cops goes back to the church and meets the weird priest who tells him they buried him alive. Yeah. And he says that, uh, the creature is the devil. He calls him literally the devil. Howard starts to see some clues in that stained glass window.
1: When he tells him it's about the devil, Howard delivers this great line. I don't believe in the devil, but something started the rumor. (laughs) Is this the vicious rumor that about your mother-in-law? Exactly. You called your mother-in-law a a vicious rumor earlier. But yeah, now it becomes a detective movie because he starts taking his Polaroids that he's yeah. going to publish in this book,
0: and he's seeing some sort of pattern in the windows that they there. There's some sort of puzzle that's going to add up to a clue to stop the monster.
1: In a competent movie, they would cut in between those to show the audience what he's talking like what's about. What's he looking at, or nope. what is he,
0: no. it? No, we get, He's just there playing with pictures,
1: and again, those Polaroids that he was going to publish, like. His kid was in half of those, so I just want to see this book where it's a published photograph where like half his kid is his hanging kid. on the side.
0: Here's a fertility statue. My kid look at my kid, he's hanging out there.
1: It's like the picture from the end of Back to the Future with the three <laughs>
0: Oh, so we go back to the trailer park again.
1: Yeah, again. No one has,
0: as like, should we move? Because we're in trailers. Should we just, like, move somewhere where there's not a demon that killed a bunch of people? The and time like, and nope. space
1: makes no sense in this movie.
0: There's a bunch of people in the trailer park, and they're telling the story of what happened yesterday. There's the old couple. What, cu- last night. There's
1: yeah. the old couple, the one guy who's always holding his beer, and the woman who crochets. There's another old, weird-looking <laughs> Irish couple, and... And then there's a random young pretty woman in a dress. I uh,
0: wonder what's happening to that young I wonder pretty woman. If, uh,
1: that dress is coming off.
0: Sure enough, Rawhead Rex appears at the trailer, starts rocking the trailer, tips the trailer over, and then reaches through the window, pulls... The woman, the one pretty woman out, and rips off her shirt yeah. as he's
1: doing it. So Had to get her boob shot.
0: 80s horror, man. 80s horror. It's just complete pandemonium. Rawhead Rex is rampaging everywhere. Someone pulls out a gun. They shoot. They hit a fuel tank. That explodes. Huge explosion in the woods. And at which point, this is where Rawhead Rex runs towards the guy who has just shot the gun. <laughs> and... Anytime Rawhead Rex runs in this movie, it is the height of comedy. It is hilarious because Rawhead Rex, the demon who can appear anywhere, mind you, yeah. is running with like high kicking knees. <laughs> he's swinging the elbows. He's got like major form going. And he's just like this immovable rubber mask coming straight at you. It
1: bounces. <laughs> So I'm cracking up. This movie's terrible. It's ridiculous to make fun of. But right now it bogs down because there's about 30 scenes of the dad, Howard Hellenbeck, vowing to get Rawhead Rex to different people. Yeah. Uh, He
0: says they know something, these people.
1: So we get the detective and his second-in-command driving to the caravan site.
0: They need to make a three point turn, (laughs) at which point Rawhead Rex appears out of during like between point one and point two, just appears out of nowhere. And like, what does he do? He yanks someone out of the car, right?
1: Yeah, he yanks the the main detective out of the car. Doesn't kill him, but looks stare, straight into his eyes. Kind of hypnotizes hypnot- him. So this the other is-
0: guy tries to drive away, and his car crashes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cause so we get a close-up of the rawhead Rex mask and the eyes. Now, this is the this is the Rick Baker effects of this movie. Oh, man. Yep. The lights don't just stay static. They flash in and out, flash in and out while this music plays. <laughs> ah, Hypnotizing,
0: <laughs> absolutely. We should say not literal Rick Baker. That was that was oh, yeah. sarcastic. Rick Baker is like would never put his name on. This was Rich awful. Baker. This <laughs> was <laughs> they got the knockoff.
1: <laughs> oh, so, so now we're in the woods. But the detective uh, before that ends, he says uh, for you. Yeah, or he'll do his like bidding. Yeah. yeah,
0: so he's he's hypnotized. He's his Renfield. Yeah, exactly.
1: So now we have the crazy eyes, pastor, reverend, imam, I don't know. (laughs) Crazy priest. Weird priest. He's in the cemetery. Rawhead Rex has found him. He's he's on his knees swearing his allegiance to him, who he professes is his god. Pastor Coot is overlooking all of this. Yeah, And there's a shot with the priest on his knees, and Rawhead Rex is standing. We're at the back of Rawhead Rex. Piss he starts streaming right, right onto the priest on
0: him in this sort of uh, what do you call it a uh, baptism right? Yeah, this right. baptismal urine that he is, and the priest is ecstatic, ecstatic.
1: It's like a hose got turned on.
0: Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I will say, you know, <laughs> we oftentimes on the show will will, and I think critics do this in general uh, uh, when in a bad movie they will they, uh when someone really overacts and really choose the scenery, we'll yeah. say, you know, at least they went for it, right? At least they at least they gave it the old effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of wish the priest did not go for it in that sense. <laughs>
1: the priest getting pissed on?
0: No, I just, his whole performance oh, is just yeah. completely bonkers. And I, it's just one of those things where I, I just don't want us to praise him for being good and going for it. Because I feel like in going for it in every scene is its own kind of lazy acting.
1: Sure, absolutely. He's fully committed at all times.
0: Right. And it's like, stop. But it's also, yeah, he's sleepwalking through that full commitment. <laughs> you know, it's just like crazy eyes nonstop.
1: But if you want to talk about commitment... The reaction of Pastor Coot is my favorite part of this movie. (laughs) Now, this is Slipper from the Irish RM, which I only know because I watched on BBC America. And he's like the one recognizable actor in this whole movie. But what he does here is, I I can't describe it. He kind of shakes his face back and forth, Mm -hmm. boggles his eyes, and then makes a mad scramble back to the church. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, it's Shaggy and Scooby Doo, is what it is. (laughs) There might have been that coconut (laughs) sound of his feet going.
0: So he runs into the church to hide. He goes down what. And he's lived in this church like his whole life, right? Yeah. He knows every inch of this church. He's, I know what you're going to say. He starts backing down what he seems to think is a blind tunnel. <laughs> and suddenly, crazy-eyed weird priest jumps him from
1: behind and is like, rah! <laughs> and he still thinks he's on his side after seeing him get pissed on. Don't go out there. He's out there. And then the reverend drags him
0: through what is a back door that he clearly had just walked through. The The weird priest drags Pastor Coot
1: through this back door. How the fuck did Pastor Coot not know that door was there? Nope. And also, but as he's driving to me, just happens to go, oh, the secret files, <laughs> <laughs> the the church records that he swore were lost. Yeah, exactly. Are now hidden. They're just right. Yeah. Oh.
0: So weird-eyed priest uh, is screaming, "He is God." Yeah. He was here before Christ, that and line, they called him Rawhead.
1: That line, God. Ha 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 ha. He <laughs> is God. <laughs> Oh, fuck, this movie was great.
0: This is where we get the amazing line. uh, So the pastor coot is asking the crazy-eyed reverend, who is now Rawhead's slave, what do you think he's going to do to you? And the reverend says, kill me. I hope. (laughs) The monster attacks the the pastor coot in the church. It looks like he kills him. He's fine. Then he does kill him. The cops show up. They're all ready to just open fire on Rawhead Rex. I mean, what the fuck's that going to do? He's a demon. Right. And out of nowhere, the the main cop, who has been hypnotized by Rawhead Rex, sets, uh, he,
1: splashes he go- gasoline. He goes and grabs the two full cans of gasoline that are at the back of every cop car in Ireland, I guess. Because <laughs> you have cans of gasoline Absolutely. Around. He goes, and, he, and nobody sees him doing this. He nope. leaves a trail of gasoline the gas. all around the cops. Yeah. Lights it up, and then
0: boom, uh, there are like eight or nine people in fire suits running around at the exact same time.
1: The cop who who double-crossed and is the Renfield runs through the fire to Rawhead Rex.
0: He's burning up, and he just yells,
1: For you! And it's such a man in a fire suit with a trench coat (laughs) over it. (laughs) He's got two masks on, and he's bowed down before Rawhead Rex on fire. Howard
0: thinks that he may have solved this puzzle about what What is what is going to kill Rawhead Rex? So he goes into the church. Weird-eyed yep. priest tries to stop him. Uh, Howard overpowers him.
1: He reaches down and grabs a Bible yeah. that's on fire uh-huh. and holds it up to the priest's face, and the priest's face burns <laughs> because the Bible's on fire. Howard's hand is not affected by this fiery Bible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this video is so good. So he finds the key to killing the monster is in this trunk. It's a, a wooden, old wooden trunk with r- glowing red light inside. He pulls out a very small fertility statue. And as we were saying, he was studying fertility coats, the whole uh, fertility Apparently coats. Apparently
1: that trunk had dry ice and a red light bulb in Yeah,
0: it. exactly. It's like the Pulp Fiction briefcase. <laughs>
1: it's what marcellus wallace wanted all along (laughs) was this fertility fertility
0: statue statue. and for with good reason sure you can see yeah howard comes out with this little stone fertility statue it's only like a foot big and he holds it over his head and he says to the monster okay sweetheart let's do it
1: (laughs) (laughs) the crazy eyed priest gets willingly eaten by rawhead rex (laughs) and all of a sudden the wife the American's wife comes in yeah. from a smoke machine and blue light. She just wanders out, of, just, nowhere. Just out of nowhere. Where is the daughter, your <laughs> one surviving child?
0: They just forgot about her. They didn't like her very much, it seems. It was like, once we lost the boy, we kind eh, of really want
1: Yeah, exactly, once we lost the boy. She's watching this fight. Rawhead Rex Now the, There's a close-up on his hand. He grows nails like Logan. <laughs> The statue, holding the statue above his head did not work for the American.
0: It doesn't, the statue drops on the ground. The wife, who has just wandered in out of nowhere... She picks up the statue. She just instinctively understands it. She holds it above her head. And because, again, this is a 1980s movie, special effects equals blue lights flying There's everywhere. There's
1: cartoonish blue lights swirling around. It's just swirling blue. And this scene goes on for four oh, and a half like, minutes. Goodness. But, it's, yeah,
0: as it, as it's swirling blue, uh, a figure starts to emerge out of it. And it's this woman in these robes. And it's apparently the same uh, figure that we saw on the stained glass window. And seeing this, Howard remarks a woman it had to be a woman (laughs) and i'm like are you mansplaining a fertility statue to a goddess because i don't think she needs your help bro (laughs) so this woman in the red cloak comes out blue lights are shining everywhere Uh Rawhead is is weakened and weakened and withered and finally gets swallowed up by the earth again he falls into the this cemetery where all where this final uh, battle has taken place and the ground comes over him and they walk away and howard says it's all over it's all over flash forward yep i'm assuming a few days later perhaps
1: (laughs) muscle power shirt kid
0: muscle power shirt kid we're in the same cemetery where apparently they have just buried all of the people who were killed by Rawhead Rex. They buried him them next to Rawhead Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, like, like, willingly being like, let's just bury them in the uh, same cemetery as their murderer? <laughs> oh, Also, it's a demon who likes to just pop out of the ground. Yeah, moment, right. right. And sure enough, we pull back and... Bah! Rawhead jumps out of the ground.
1: End of movie. Someone holds the monster mask out (laughs) of the ground. It's just the mask.
0: Oh. And again, another 80s horror cliche, which is the... It's all over. Nope. They... pop.
1: Fucking bananas. And that is the movie. It's Rawhead
0: Rex. Rawhead Rex. Wow. Yeah, that was something else. Yeah. I will say it was... um, I think this was probably my second favorite movie that we have watched. I, I, it was this one and Can't Stop the Music were the the two that I was the most entertained by.
1: I'm gonna concur with that. I think this was a perfect Scare Daniel movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was a good one. Any final thoughts on Raw Rex?
1: Uh, watch this. Grab a couple friends and watch this movie. It, that's exactly what it's a Mystery Science Th- Theater 3000 special. Absolutely. Talk about it. Crack jokes on it. Don't watch this movie thinking you're gonna get scared. Oh no. Don't watch this movie thinking you're gonna watch a good movie. No, no, no. This no. movie is meant to watch and make. Fun of.
0: With I was entertained by the experience. I yes. cannot recommend the movie. So maybe we should get to our ratings. Uh, as we said at the start of the show, we give a dare to a run-of-the-mill bad movie. We give the double dare to the truly atrocious movies. And we give the reverse dare to a movie we think is actually pretty good. Corky, what do you give Rawhead Rex?
1: Oh, this is a spookily double dare. Emphatically, happily, please watch this movie. It's not reverse dare because it's not good. It's not. There's nothing I'm going to say is redeeming about the movie. But it's double dare. You're going to have a reverse dare experience watching it with friends.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I think that's about right. It, it is, it's It's uh, the raw materials are a double dare. The experience is a dare, as a reverse dare. Yeah. I'm going to split the difference. I'm sure. going to go straight up dare. I think partly because... Again, this movie seems like crazy and fun now, but I think in the 1980s, like you look at, there was just it was fairly run of the mill for a low budget movie of the 1980s. So, as much as I was entertained by it, I'm just gonna go with a straight dare on Rawhead Rex.
1: I hope. (laughs) So that's all we have on you on this episode, this very spooky kickoff to Scare Daniel. But we'll be back next week to review another one of your movie dares, another scary-ass movie dare. In the meantime, check out our Thursday mini-episode for a preview of the next Dare Daniel review, as well as more talk about your scares and movies in general.
0: Until then, send your most sadistic or altruistic movie dares to us at DareDaniel.com. Be sure to follow dare Daniel Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can read more of my movie reviews in the Sacramento News and Review and at NewsReview.com. My craft beer column is in the Sacramento Bee and at SacBee.com. Corky, Rawhead, McDonald, where can people find more of your work?
1: I'm performing at scary castles and sarcophaguses all across Transylvania.
0: For for Dare Daniel, I'm Daniel.
1: What? You don't even want to commit to the bit at all, huh? Not, no. Not going to do a scary voice? <laughs> what do you do? A did? spooky? I, am I going to have to rattle chains behind you talking?
0: All right. Are you done? Go ahead. <laughs> I script <good> to read. <laughs> For Dare Daniel, I'm Daniel Barnes. Our producer is Johnny Weird-Eyed Priest Flores. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm Corky oh. Madalas saying, a woman. It had to be a woman. Oh.